Hi, everyone. I'm Corky, and let's get right to the board. I'm Nettle, and today, I'm sorry about all the flourishes, but today is one of my favorite topics. Scratch that, my absolute favorite topic. Nettle baby, 420 friendly, but 420 even takes a seat for this. Halloween! Yes! Spooky ookie ookie! In this town, we all know everyone hails to the pumpkin throne. On the pumpkin throne today will be your girl, Nettle. It's me. They mean Jack Skellington in the movie, I know. Don't come for me in the comments. But we're not talking about the pumpkin king today. We're talking about the pumpkin queen. It's me. It's always been me. Since we started with Nightmare Before Christmas, let's talk about some of my favorite Halloween movies. Alright, first we have the classic Nightmare Before Christmas. However, I like to see that one at the end of my movie playlist. I like to start with Coraline. Really good one if you haven't seen it. I have never been more scared of buttons in my life. Buttons, needles, a little doorway. It's it's got everything you want for a Halloween movie. Little kid, little kid, come through this glowing tunnel to my house of candy and treats. I'll never ignore you and you can play and dance. The garden's alive. The neighbors are acrobats. Upstairs, the, che the mouse circus is real. Everything seems all fun. Wrong. You're wrong. You're being wrong. She wants your soul. She got so buttons in your eyes. Real scary. Just, oh, I'm so glad you've had fun, my darling, with all the food and the gifts and the clothes I made you. You could stay here forever if you let me sew the buttons. Oh, hold, hold up. Hold up. Run that back. Run that back. Hold up. Run that. Run that back. Hold up. Hold. Hold up. Who said? Who? said you could put buttons in my eyes. Nah, you want the food back? Hold on. You can take the food back. I don't want it. Keep, keep that on my eyeballs. Nah. Nah. Get a tattoo. Okay. Sew this on my arm. Maybe. You ain't put nothing on my eyes. Ah, you over. Done. Mm -mm. But, you know, I continue to watch the movie, even though me as a black child, when the, they, she got the little piece of cheese I put on the floor and start putting it on my food. Excuse me. Uh, that cheese touched the ground? I ain't eating this. Uh-uh. My mama would never. My mama would never. She would, she would, first she would beat my butt for putting the cheese on the floor. Then she would have told me to eat the cheese. Since you want to put cheese on the floor, eat the cheese. I ain't putting that in my food. Now listen, I understand y'all saying, that's very stereotypically black. I'm black. Move on. Alright? My mom, don't don't get me started. My grandma would have took her shoe off and said, if you don't put that cheese in, you gonna eat that cheese. And you ain't putting it in my food. You all, you little nasty. Uh-huh, get on. Mm. It wouldn't have been like that. Nah, but then she wanted to steal. She still ate that food. I understand the chandelier is a milkshake dispenser, but um, it's seeming a little too good to be true. Last time I was in a house made out of food, I was reading the story Hansel and Gretel. Um, Alright, maybe one free meal. 
but I ain't coming back for the second free meal. Absolutely not. When I had to crawl through a glowing tunnel. I wouldn't have went through the glowing tunnel. I would have been like, oh, somebody put LSD in my, t my milk before I went to bed. Because this ain't real. Click. Nah. Wouldn't have been me. Would not have been me. But let's... I'm not even going to start with that one. I'm not even going to start with the fact I wouldn't have went through the door. When I saw that that door was open and it wasn't open in the daylight, mm-mm, mm-mm. This door was a brick wall when my mom was here. My mom ain't here. I'm alone at night and suddenly this door work? I don't like that. I don't like that. That sounded like a setup to me. That sounded like a setup to me. How you, no, no, I love Coraline. The movie is great. The claymation, mwah. Mwah, I, it's beautiful. The story is great. It's engaging. But you ain't gonna tell me if you saw this door was bricked up this morning. And when you woke up in the middle of the night, this door suddenly leads somewhere. Are you? My first thing would be like, so at night it's a door and in the morning it's not. I'm worried about how I'm getting back. Hold up. If this, if this ain't gonna be an open way in the morning, if I go through this, I better be back tonight. Or else I'm getting stuck wherever the other side of this wall is. I see, Coraline didn't put three and three together. She had obvious proof. A doll out of nowhere, that doll start moving. Suddenly the doll is behind the door. Added a little door. Suddenly this doll your neighbor had. Your neighbor that's never met you in this town you just moved to has a doll that looks exactly like your face? Uh-uh. That's mom, dad. I'm, I'm not living here. I'm not living here. I'm not living here. I am not living here. This, how is this like me? I'm from Wisconsin. We're from Michigan. How is this whole other state? This whole other state we moved to got a doll that look like me. I'm not living here. No. You ain't going, nah, uh, a doll. Then the doll start moving. Oh, uh, no, no. Mom, I'm not living here. I uh, love, I'm not living here. As a kid, they got me a little, little Mickey or Minnie Mouse that starts scooting after me. I don't do that. I don't care if the toy got a mechanic, a mechanism on the inside making it move. I like my dolls the way they should be. Poseable or only moving when I move them, okay? They should not, I don't like that. I don't like things moving on their own. Only things that move, should move on their own, washing machines, dishwashers, automatic doors. That's it, that's it. If I see a robot, a toy, something moving on its own, I'ma set it on fire and I'm burning the house down too. The whole house gotta go, it's all broken. Your house is dead. But let's, listen, let's, listen, let's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get back to Coraline. She go through the door, let her give her food, and play a little game. Garden shaped like my face. Hold on, wait, hold on. So doll, it moves around, finds its way to the door. This doll, in a state I've never been to, in a house I didn't even know we was moving into, look like me. When I go through this door and meet this lady with button eyes, calling herself my other mama, 
the garden has my face on it. There's too many things with my face on it. And I just met you. Uh-uh. No. No. So I was in, why? No, there was a black girl in there, too. I was like, hold up. Hold up. I understand the two other white kids. How do you get food? You black. Hold up. Corla, I understand. I understand. But she's black. What does that mean? For y'all don't understand. Why was the little black girl doing that? Why was the little black girl doing that? Her mama would have said, Oh, that door, that door something different tonight? You better not go to that door. If I see you near that door, you getting your butt beat. If, if you told your mama, Hey, this door started glowing, and there's a whole other house, and this lady got butt knives. Look just like you, but with butt knives. Right? And when I go to sleep over there, I wake up in my bed. Excuse me? Excuse me? Uh, your mama would have been like, oh, it's haunted. We out. Black black parents don't do that. That's why that lady, see, and I feel like Coraline's parents lied to her, that lady. Because that lady didn't let kids move in. She was like, my sister went missing, and nobody can move into that house with kids. You ain't got kids? Go ahead and move into the pig palace. You got kids? Nah. You can't live there. Sorry. My sister went missing when I was little, and I ain't selling nobody with kids. I ain't letting no other kids go missing. How? Okay, hold up, black lady. You're not meeting with these people. Now she she was she was slacking too. How you not meeting with this new people that you letting live in your house? How you not meeting with them? How you not meeting them knowing they got a kid? Cause her her grandson was like, oh you know grandma never let nobody with kids live in that house. I'm surprised y'all living there. That's the fourth thing that's off. You telling me she got a garden with my face on it? She got this dog with my face on it. And the door only open at night. The lady don't sell this house to people with kids because our sister went missing. So you're telling me there's recorded evidence of proof of this? And I'm living here? No. No. Coraline, I don't care how big that garden is. I don't care how many acres you got on that house. I don't care. You should have told your parents to leave. They wouldn't have got taken had you left. So basically, she spent three days, three different nights, going in, spending time with the lady. Then she makes the other YB that don't talk, cause she wasn't liking the, the uh, black lady's grandson. Then, cause he was talking too much. And uh, why? I don't know why they named him YB. First off, why you gotta name the one black boy? Why were you born? Coraline, you ain't slick. Why is there literally like, there's you only see him either. The, the fake world him gets killed and strung on up a pole. So, black kid killed and is, is strung on a pole. Just, just sound a little racist to me, but... <sighs> Sorry, I had to take a, a deep gulp of the tea. Um, let's, no, but like, the movie itself is good, but I need to get into why why his name was why were you why are you born his name was why born why did he need to be named why born that's you know like there's a lot of good black names you use daryl marcus lucas he could have had a normal name but i don't understand why his name needed to be why born 
who's naming their kid Wyborn in today's economy. But let's listen, let's not get into the fact that you barely see the black people in the entire movie, even though the grandmother owns the house. And if you're moving in, usually your landlady is there on the first day to say, Alright, y'all all moved in, cool. I'm not down the street. Here's my number when you need me. She didn't do all that. I understand it's a it's a claymation movie about other stuff. But if you gonna take the time to have the mover putting his foot in the door for him to get a one dollar tip, you should take the time to have the black lady actually go and visit her tenants. But let's you know, let's 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 not get into that. Coraline is a good movie because it talks about Coraline's going through her, my parents don't love me, they never spend enough time with me, to seeing her parents are doing this because they love her, and because they want her to have a good life. I'll, I'll get over the parts that make me upset about it, but that's good. Let's move on to a movie with less things I have to say about it. Uh, what is that one called? It's... It's another one. I can't remember what it's called. Nah, the Adam, I watched both of the Addams Family movies too, but like, I have nothing wrong with the Addams Family movie. The second one, it's my favorite. Cause she, she finds herself a little boyfriend. She was like, no, if I killed my husband, I'd scare him to death. And then proceeds to scare her little boyfriend. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. I have major Wednesday vibes. Honestly, Wednesday is why I'm goth. Morticia is why I'm goth. Don't come at me. The Adams family was a healthy family unit. The only healthy family unit you saw on TV was the Adams family. Okay? Let's be real. Cause okay, you you know what? What's his name? His brother? Gomez's brother? Uncle uh Fester? This man straight up went AFK and they were looking for him. He comes back, they're like, oh you're back. No, I'm not talking about that one. Uh, they're like, oh, you're back. I'm so glad to see you. Where have you been? Look, we kept your room nice just the way you like it. Here, we'll make the dinner you want. I'm so glad you're home. Look, we've got, like, oh. And then we're like, I was out and about. And some ladies were talking that they wanted to see you, Fester. And, you know, like, they're, they're never treating him any differently because he is the fat, bald brother. But they're always like, Fester, you handsome dog! How dare you steal all the ladies from me? If it wasn't, if I didn't do, like, some crazy stunt, you would have had Morticia. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is, it is a wholesome family dynamic. He, like, he may say, I hate you, but he's like, you're my brother, so I love you, you know? They never put that whole, like, family dynamic, one is higher than the other, other. Fester was the older brother, but no one, you know, it wasn't like, Fester is God because he's the oldest, you know? Like, when he had that evil wife, yes, because she changed everything. But Fester himself, he just wanted his brother to be happy. He wanted to be a good uncle to his brother's kids. He did want to get married eventually, but he wasn't rushing it. I know, I feel like the Adams family, everyone gives them so much shit. Like, oh, they're so weird. Like, okay. You act like your family not weird. Don't don't come up here shaming the Adams. Your family do a lot of weird stuff. Alright? I know all Southern families and probably some white families too. Alright? 
Stop turning, stop turning the little light on over the stove. That's not nightlight, alright? But that's something weird your family do. I already hear y'all in the comments. Neville, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. The light over the stove is only used at nighttime because that is the nightlight. Uh, it's not. I'm not gonna say my family doesn't do it because we do. But, like, it's not. We all have our weird quirks as a family. Theirs is just the entire family is goth. Let them live their life. I bet Morticia's. I bet Morticia's wardrobe costs more than most of y'all house. Alright? Do you know how expensive gothic clothing is? $200 a dress. And Morticia had closets full. Okay? Come for Morticia when your house is an, an antique and worth like $3 billion. She had like four levels on her house. A full graveyard, backyard. This woman had like eight acres and a mansion. Talk Talk less when you can say something. Talk less when you have a mo when you have the money to be more stable emotionally and physically than the Adams family, then you can talk. Cause if Wednesday had a problem, she was listened to. No one said, "Oh, Wednesday, cause you're a kid, your problems are less valid." Like Wednesday was like, "I don't really want to go to camp. I don't think the other kids will like me." And the mom was like, "Nonsense, Wednesday. You're wonderful. I think they'll love you there. You know, like." The parents are always supportive. And then when they came for the show and Wednesday and the son just completely changed the entire Thanksgiving, I was on board. And instead of their normal Thanksgiving, the Native American came and they burned everything down. Down with the pilgrims. I was for it. I had never seen such revelry and such vigor. She just straight up set a camp on fire. She's my everything. Kimi-sama, please, please, Wednesday, guide me. Guide me into the ways of setting a house on fire. Guide me into the ways of being a beautiful goth person with nice hair. I believe in you, Wednesday. I believe in you. Because the thing is, y'all can say what y'all want, but Wednesday was cute. Wednesday was cute. She might have been creepy, but she was cute. So what you, what you gonna do? That's my whole... Wednesday is the reason for my vibe. My whole vibe is creepy, but hella cute. The first movie, it was nice. You just got to see the family and them just spending time together. Honestly, honestly, y'all, y'all family units be lacking. They throwing knives, they having a party, they drinking till the morning. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? Because the Adams is going to be turned. Okay? If it was 2020, the Adams would legally buy bodies just to decorate for their Halloween party. Okay? They'd be like, Uncle, make sure to put Uncle Seraph's feet, uh, scalpel back in there. You know, like, like, that's a tool, my bad. Like, his scalp. They could have, like, his femur somewhere as decoration, and they'll put it back, you know? I don't know. I feel like they got fun houses. They got little slides that send you outside. They got like little trap doors everywhere. Do you know how much trap doors and slides cost in a house? A three, four level house at that? Y'all don't have Adam's money. Y'all don't have that Adam's lifestyle, okay? Their house is dangerous. Their clothes is dangerous. For fun, they like to try to die, all right? Me, mood, 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 mood. I'm already dead inside, mood. It's the mood of my life. Like, Adam's family is like, I'm alive, 
But like Loki, I wish I were dead. And I was like, same. Honestly, we're the same. It makes the best Halloween movie because their entire life is just kind of Halloween 24-7. Which will be my life. 24-7. Like, uh... Nana Metals has this beautiful set of china that is just this dark blood red. And when you hold it to the light, it has this just beautiful, opulent red glow. I want those dishes. One of my cousins is trying to fight me for those dishes. I said, listen, you can have all the rest of them. But this red set right here, this red set right here, I will elbow you for. I will elbow you right in your ovaries. Halloween should be every day, all year round. Hallow's Eve was originally known as a really good day for doing magic. Because it was known as one of the days when the moon is strongest. And it is a very heavily magical day. But, it also is when the spiritual, like, the barriers between our world and the spirit world are at its thinnest. That is also why it's called All Hallows Eve, before all the witches and ghouls are out and stuff like that. I, I, as like a Buddhist and like kind of like a Wiccan, I would like to perform a spell on that day. I just, I'd have to plan it out and, you know, the, the movies have that part of, of, right, like, you gotta, like, plan out, like, okay, is this moon and this constellations, so you can call on these people for that day, and, like, it's, it's, it is a long process, but I might do it this year, just, like, for good fortune, like, bring some money around, bring some health in my family, you know, just do some, like, general well-being type spells, because everyone's, like, when they think of spells, they're, like, cursing people, and, B boils and vats of oil and this giant like cauldron of <laughs> you know like but like sometimes spells are just like okay like you could do a spell that's like this year I want to have really really good health like a spell for good health then there could be a spell for money like I always want more more money and it could you know it could be literally Okay, I want to contact one of my dead relatives. Because the barrier is so weak on Halloween, this would be the time to have a very well-guarded seance. You know, like, and the, everyone was like, oh my god, seance! They're like, oh my god, seance! Are you going to bring all these bad spirits? Honestly, one, you don't just call out who's there. Because that's how you get the bad spirits, you idiots. Okay, that's like going... That's like going up to, like, a city and, like, saying, I have money and I don't know how to fight. Obviously, anyone who's a robber or a thug is going to take that information and go, good to know. You know, like, some people will be like, cool, alright, what does that have to do with me? But there are others who will take advantage of the fact that you're straight up going, my social security number is, this is the pin code to my bank account. Like, when you go to a seance and just say, is anyone there? You're basically asking. It doesn't matter if you're good or bad. Okay, so. Seances are really just communicating with the dead. And it works best when you have someone in mind. Because then you're calling for them specifically. Do not go to a seance 
willy-nilly just calling for a spirit. You go, okay, I am looking for this person. Are you this person? No. Be gone from here. I have not called for you. Go back to whence you came. You know what I'm saying? You have to approach these things appropriately. Or yes, that's how you, that's how dumb butts get, get haunted. Everybody playing with the Ouija boards. Oh my god, Ouija, contact ghosts. It's not fun to contact ghosts. All you're doing is opening up yourself to get hurt or worse. Please, for the love of God, unless your mother died young or you're trying to track your father, your grandma, somebody. Do not just try to hold the seance on Halloween. That's like saying, all these bad things that are, could pierce the veil because it's really thin this time of year. Please, just one of y'all come through. And if one of them makes a hole, all of them funnel through. Now, before I get way too far, 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 I wanted to come back and finish my conversation with Nightmare Before Christmas. It is not only a great movie, it has a lot of plot, the characters are lovable, each character is different, but they play such a great role in building Town of Halloween. I also like how they did the little Christmas door, bunny rabbit door, like all those fun things. I think that yes, they do exist outside of us. I think that sort of like that veil, yes there is a veil that's keeping all the spirits in us. But that is, the veil is weaker around that time because that's, Halloween is like the start of a good holiday chunk, and then it, it stops at Valentine's Day, and then it kind of like, Easter's like squaws in, but like, realistically, a lot of stuff, a lot of your holidays are between Halloween and Easter. A lot of them, all of them. So that time of year, the veil is weak because... That would be when, because the thing is, I do believe, see, if you believed in, like, a Santa Claus or something like that, I could, I could, I believe that in one of the possible realities, there is a sort of, like, Nightmare Before Christmas world, where it is all of the holidays connected, and I feel like with Halloween coming, it's like the signal to all of the holidays on that that uh, parallel dimension to ours, that it is their time to start coming through, you know? Because I feel like the veil kind of opens at Halloween, and like literally on the day of Easter, it's like shut. I, that's how I feel what, like, that's how I feel at least. The veil is sort of like weakened. And because along that sort of line, yes, there is the people who are passed on because the holiday world and the passed on world would be attached to our world so like Dia dos Muertos I'm like Coco shows you the bridge only shows up on Dia dos Muertos it will not show up before Dia dos Muertos if you are not on the ofrenda you are not leaving I got also in Coco Coco's an amazing movie and that was the movie I was talking about Coco is another great Halloween movie, and I completely understand. Dia dos Muertos is not Halloween. I understand. I get that. It is a completely different holiday about reversing the dead. But those, it is along that sort of Halloween time-ish where the veil is thinner. 
I believe holidays and the sort of the dead are like in this parallel dimension not too far from us. That's not too far from us that we kind of exist in. And, but like, we can't explain it. Like, we can't really like, who's, like, it's, it is improbable to say Santa is fake when every single culture has some sort of Santa. So, there has to be, right? There can't keep being multiple cultures coming to the same conclusions unless there at one point was evidence. I believe the magical world and our world had split apart. Some people believe in Pangea. I don't, I can't say how I feel on Pangea because I don't really feel here or there. But I do feel like we used to be more connected to the spirits of that be than we are now. Like, a lot of religious stuff in both Christianity, Greek mythology, and because the Bible was once a part of the Torah and the Quran, Jewish, Muslim, Christian, Greek, they all have proof of giants. Of giants, fairies, all this stuff that we say doesn't exist. But if we go with, like, giants, we're supposed to be between Zeus and the Earth. So if you are part Earth, you will decompose back into Earth. You can't have a body of something that's half Earth, you know? So, what I am trying to do for this sort of, like, Halloween-y kind of thing part, you know, is explain that, like, Halloween is not only a fun holiday for kids to get candy and look cute, I think, I think Halloween was started by a mom who was just like, I understand it's this kind of holiday, but what if I put my kid in a bumblebee costume? Uh, you know, like, I feel like it was more of like a parent thing that was just to make, make the kids happy. Plus, it's adorable seeing little kids in their costumes coming up to the door. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, in my 30s. I'm, like, 20, but it's so cute. A little kid comes up and looks like to me, and I'm like, what are you supposed to be? It's, it's adorable. And it is a fun thing, and I know with Corona, we're probably gonna have like buckets of candy on a porch, and it's gonna be like, take some and go, here's some hand sanitizer. But Halloween has always just been a fun and pure holiday, you know? It's always supposed to be like, oh, let's have fun, let's do this, let's go crazy, let's just. Halloween has turned more into a commercial. But I want to make it more of a, like, a wholesome thing. I feel like Halloween could be like Christmas. Where, not like in the, the gift-giving part, I'm talking about in the spending time with your family, doing something fun. Like, there's the, on Netflix, there's the Christine McConnell's, like, little series where she makes, like, chocolate spiders and, like, a ginger dead house. Like, it's a spooky house and, like, all these little stuff. That would be really great for Halloween and, like, that time of year. And I feel like it can be just as fun. I love horror movies. Like, I really get into the spirit of the holiday. And I feel like the spirit of Halloween is getting candy and having fun. Because spells aren't supposed to be boring or unnecessary.
lot of fun for witches. It's like, oh yes, I can finally do one of my big spells. Halloween's coming around. It's supposed to be this joyous, fun-evoking holiday. And I want to keep it that way. I think I should get a tree around Halloween. Hear me out. You get a nice big pine tree, deck it out in black and orange. Next holiday, Thanksgiving. Put little turkey ornaments on there, have kids with their little turkey hands, put a little paper clipping on the tree. Then you just move it to the Christmas decorations, chop up the wood, for, chop up the tree in the wood for the rest of the cold season. And then when you're starting your new year again, like Halloween, it's always looked at as like, uh, one mortal Christmas. But I think, especially because Christmas is looked at as such a gift holiday, and even if you're not looking at it that way, when you get nothing on Christmas, you feel devastated. Even if someone buys you candy on Halloween, you feel special. And that's what I wanted to bring. A sort of specialness that I find in the holiday that you really cannot holiday. Whether you receive candy or not, whether you're just giving out candy, every single part of Halloween is valuable. Whether you're the trick-or-treater, the candy giver, one of the neighbors that just puts up decorations, you know, it's all about, you know, it's all about Halloween. But I've already said so, so much holiday. So, as the ink runs out of a pen, so is our time come to end. This spooky episode of The Pin Board is a product of the Uniquely Nye Podcast. You can find us online at www.uniquelynighpodcast.com and on social media at Uniquely Nye Podcast. Follow me online at Princess Nettle on social media. And remember, like a piece of paper, you are but a slice of the stars. Peace.